Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Ghostly Talk on December 3rd, 2018. And it's just me tonight. Yep, little old Scott L. by himself here. Amber had to work. So I'm here by my lonesome. Tonight, we had on our old friend Heidi Hollis. No author can say they've named and defined two paranormal realities like Heidi Hollis. Heidi Hollis is a true seeker of the unknown. She considers herself as someone who has been there, seen that, experienced it, freaked out, found some answers, wrote about it, got over it, and now helps others do the same to understand this strange world of ours. She is the world's foremost expert on shadow people and the hat man phenomena and actually gave them both their names and defined them in her best-selling books, The Secret War, a true story about a real alien war, and Shadow People and the Hat Man, the true story of evil encounters. She has collected thousands of reports of these beings from around the globe, along with various other mysteries experiencers trust to share with her seeking her direct advice. Her newest books, released in November of 2018, address the challenge of those who face something evil and are in need of building up their personal defenses on keeping these things away. One book is for teens and the other is for kids. For the adults, the book is called The Other F Word, How to Find Faith and Laughing at Yourself While Trying. And for the kids, it's called The Fickle Finders, investigates the other F word. Her other acclaimed books and wide range of knowledge on mysteries expand into cryptozoology, ghosts, poltergeist, ancient mysteries, spiritual warfare, angelic encounters, psychic phenomena, possession, demons, miracles, healing, holy visions, prophecies, and more. Hollis is also a lively radio talk show host of Heidi Hollis, The Outlander Show on LNM Radio Network. After Hours AM on iHeartRadio and The Outrageous Show along with TV personality Samantha Goldberg. She's a lecturer, cartoonist, and practical occupational therapist with specialties in psychology, physical disabilities, and pediatrics. She also draws the popular paranormal comic strip The Outlanders that has been read by millions. She has spoken across the country at comic cons, science fiction cons, paranormal cons, and UFO conferences. She is a regular guest on Coast to Coast AM with millions of listeners and has also been featured on a variety of notable radio and television programs worldwide, like the one you're listening to right now. With that, you guys are in for it. And you know what? Before we go into it, I want you guys to do one thing for me. Just one thing. Keep an open mind. I hope you enjoy our talk with Heidi Hollis. It has been a little while, hasn't it? Oh, just a bit. Yeah, right? <laughs> Holy crap. 
I missed you. I no, missed you. No, thank you. No, and we missed you too. You know, it's it. You know, for the listeners uh, that are, you know that are that are here now with us. Uh, you know, I've been we've been doing a lot more interviews lately, and uh, I was thinking about people that we just absolutely had a riot with back in the older days of this show. Which you yeah. can go back and listen to at ghostlytalk.com. You can go back and listen to any of the old archives. From, you know, the entire series we did, you know, before we were, you know, we, we were just talking about that a second ago, Heidi, before we took a break. Um, Heidi was, without a doubt, one of our favorite people to talk to. It was you, uh-huh. whenever, whenever you were on the, you know, when you were on the list of people we were going to talk to or who were coming up, I was always very excited. Doug and I would always be super excited <laughs> to talk with you. Um, and I think one of the, one of the main reasons for that is that, you know, the stuff that you were into, to me, especially, I think that maybe the last couple times we talked, Heidi, it, it was very unconventional, right? Uh, Just I, a bit. I, I don't mean, you know, and I, I mean that with all respect, of course. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was really cool to have the, the, you know, to see you bring these ideas to us, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the last time I think we talked to you, um, what was the last, what was that book? That, the last book that you it was it was the book it was. Uh, because you know my my memory's shot now, and, my, and our bookshelf's the, way behind me. What was the name of that the book? Se- the Secret War. No, that was the one. Be- there was one after that. Uh, I had Jesus is no joke. That's the one. That's okay. The one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the one that we had a long conversation on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, and I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, not to, you know, we we take it's people from all different walks to listen to this show. But we had this entire conversation that you can listen to, everybody who's listening, the three people that listen to our show now. <laughs> um, you can go back and listen to this show with Heidi House. And it was a fantastic conversation we had. Yeah. You know, and again, I mean, I mean that with all respect. Um, it was an unconventional thing with all the craziness we had going on in those days. Uh, you know, here and you, you know, you had this, you know, you wanted to talk about Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, well, hell, let's talk about Jesus. Hell, that'd be a lot of fun. It's super cool. But, you know, I want to, I mean, let's just to get things going here. I mean, and I know this is a very open-ended question, and I know we, we have a lot we want to talk about tonight. But, you know, what are you up to these days? Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> That's a horrible question. To ask. It's the worst question to Man, ask in an interview. <laughs> so, so much. Oh, my gosh. I have eight books published now. Oh, my gosh. And- yeah, so I've been busy, but uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I put out a couple of books at the same time. Um, uh, one is kind of a re-release of uh, of a kids book that I did. People know the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books, and mm-hmm. and I did this book on the topic of uh, called The Fickle Finders investigates the other F word. So the book series is called The Fickle Finders. So I thought. You know, I'm a cartoonist. Let me, if if I'm gonna have these kids, which I, in this cartoon series, I was gonna have them uh, look into the paranormal. I'm like, I want them to have a good basis so they don't get themselves in trouble. So I thought I'm gonna have them check out the other F word, which is, stands for faith. Yeah. So I do this this book and uh, ficklefinders.com for anybody who wants to check it out. And I did this book and I expected to hear from kids and I didn't hear from one kid. I heard from all adults, five-star reviews straight across the board, loving the book. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) So let me know I needed to do an adult version of the book. And that is uh, the other book I released a couple weeks ago called The Other F Word. So if you go to theotherfword.com, I did this book that essentially breaks down. Oh, the, the subtitle is How to Find Faith and Laugh at Yourself While Trying. <laughs> so, okay. So it's got a lot of comics 
And it's just breaking it down and like trying to get people not to have such a freaking hard time with themselves when it comes, give themselves a break when it comes to the topic of faith. Because I was getting, I mean, I still have had thousands of emails from around the world dealing with demons. And I'm like, you know, and the second thing, you know, I got a demon. And the second thing that people would mention to me is, um, but I don't get into that religious or faith thing. So, but tell me how to get rid of this thing. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, and I was like, yeah, people throw a shoe at it then, you know, you're looking <laughs> at the, the opposite of, of good. Yeah. You think that we convince them uh, that good exists, you know, in a, in a, some kind yeah. of sense, but nope. So I had to do this book and, um, you know, it's really been enlightening talking uh, on it now. It's just so much lighter instead of always demons and stuff. I mean, the idea of faith and, you know, I, I don't know, you know, it's an interesting idea. It's a, you know, and it's, it, it, the idea of faith, as I said already, um, I guess, you know, the situation you're talking about, people who are contacting you that saying that they're being harassed by demons or whatever it might be, um, you know, and now mind you, I got my own ideas on spiritualism, of course, too. We've discussed this, Heidi, in the past. Um, but, I mean, it sounds funny, like what you just, the statement you just said. Um, well, I have a demon. I need help. I don't believe in any of that, any of that religion stuff, but here, how do I get rid of it? Right now, now again, I'm not speaking from any, you know, I'm not taking sides here. I got no dog in this race, frankly, but that does sound kind of funny to me though, (laughs) just from my upbringing and and ideas that, you know, that I have about things. I mean, I I mean, and I guess it's, it's because of our classic idea of what a demon is. And I guess that's what I want to ask you, Heidi. Um, And I know, and I, and I want to go back. I want to get back to fickle finders and, and, and stuff like that too. But yeah. I mean, and the other F word, of course. But huh? um, what is your idea of a demon, though? I guess, and I know it's a kind of another wild question. But I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, what is your what is your interpretation of what a demon is? I guess. Well, you know, for me, it's like anything that kind of uh, is able to break rules and gaining access to people's souls that is negative. Um, gaining access to them physically, even uh, being able to manipulate them and isolate them and terrorize them. I mean, it's the epitome of negativity. And whether mm-hmm. it flies around in a UFO or can slither on the ground or walk through the wall, I'll categorize it as something with a demonic nature. Okay. All right. Because, I mean, to me, I mean, the interpretation of what a demon obviously is, is this thing, you know, you, you think of the red guy and the, and the pitchfork, you know, not Satan himself, but I think that's where you get that. It, it has the religious connotation on it, right? Sure. Um, I think there, you know, and I agree with you on that. I think demons have all different shapes and sizes and forms. I mean, I think there has to be some type of spiritual element there, some type of etheric element there too. Um, but I don't think it's just this one thing that, that, that re, you know, relies on this one thing to be, to be gotten rid of, I guess. Right. Like, you know, all, I mean, like all the ridiculous films that are on the subject now, they all have the same thing. The power of Christ compels you, the power of Christ, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I think there's something more to it than that. Right. Yeah. Now going now, you talked about um, uh, the other F word. And you know, yep. as we were saying, the, the F obviously stands for faith. You dirty minded people don't think of anything else. It's faith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you say this is a lighthearted interpretation of faith. Am I correct? Yeah. yeah. How is yeah. it? Tell me, all, tell me all about that. Well, you know, I think as observers, I think in some form, we have all had faith presented to us, whether it's been crammed down our throats or we, we bumped into somebody who believed in something. And it's like, you know, kind of just observing 
what faith looks like and how you've witnessed it, how we've all witnessed it being practiced and, and what's expected of us. It's like, you know, in our lives as human beings, we are so flawed. But the one area you can't be flawed in is that topic of faith because you're going to burn in hell forever. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. God knows we're flawed. He made it that way on purpose. And it's like, why are we being so rough and like, oh, I don't get it right, so I'm just going to quit, you know, or, um, oh, my gosh, the stuff that the Catholic Church has done to children, it's just made me lose my faith, so I'm just going to quit. There's so many things that cause us to have an excuse to quit. And it's like, I don't go to church. I'm not a Bible thumper, Mm -hmm. but my faith is pretty dang strong. And, you know, for various reasons, I feel like I cheated in my faith. And that goes hand in hand with that book. uh, Jesus is no joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's like, you know, I'm like, gosh, if there was just a way that I could pull a piece of this out of me, what I've experienced, and be able to to show people, you don't have to be so freaking hard on yourself. And, and just look at it for what it is. See where you're at. This book is kind of like a guide to help you see where you're at. Laugh about it. I've got a lot of comics, like I said, like uh, about 85 comics throughout this book. And, um, and just like, you know, the first 10 chapters are like, okay, like I, I got to, uh, they're all start with the, the, the letter F. So mm-hmm. I've got <laughs> faith funk. This is the definition. When you don't know what the heck you want when it comes to having faith and you don't even know what you've got already. So it, it's, it's a matter of like, again, breaking it down. And, and then I've got um, faith front people who break faith up from every other angle at any time wherever uh, where every other word is praise this that or the other <laughs> yeah, which, yeah which is annoying you know and but then the last 10 chapters i have where it's like okay you know here's some of our attempts at faith and and try to get yourself to the next level if you can so like i have a uh, faith fending where you stand up for what you believe in without being defensive but strong you know just being able to stand where you're at and then there's faith face when you've really got your faith and it shows and even glows on your face so it's like those people that just have that look and you're like gosh what is that i want some of that you know (laughs) yeah just trying to get people to you know recognize it because i'm like i'm dealing in demons and i feel like i was failing people saying wow you got a big nasty one um you know i good luck guys try to bless your house you know but i'm like hold on i'm leaving people hanging because they're like i don't know where they're at but they know where they're at maybe this could serve as some kind of guidance and uh you know work from there because they have to work from the inside out because especially this guy the hat man loves to study a person, find their weakness, and then screw with them on it, you know? So I'm like, they got to recognize for themselves and kick these negative things to the side so they don't dig their claws in. You know what? Uh, and I want to ask you a question about faith, and then I do want to double over back back over to the hat man and shadow people, if that's cool yeah. with you. Of course, we could cover it all. I've been dying to talk to you. We are, <laughs> we are so overdue. I'm like, where'd that man go? Jeez. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. I'm no, like, thank man, you. thank I, you. I really, you guys are honestly one of the best and oldest shows out there on uh, talking about this no, stuff. No, thank so. you. No, and we appreciate that. You know, we we hear that now. It's funny. Um, you know, people say that, and we've been to some conferences lately, and people, you know, from all walks of life, they've, you know, you know, it's been a while since we've been out there. You know what I mean? So, you know, of course, people. 
You know, like, you know, they move on. That's what you do. It's what you should do in life, right? Not you. Not you. No, well, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, talk, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about everybody else. I mean, there's other stuff oh, to do, yeah. right? But yeah, we've ended yeah. up at some conferences here lately <laughs> just going and seeing people. And people are like, wait, you're Scott from Ghostly Talk. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. They're like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, how are you, right? You know, we, we love, we listen to your show. Like, that's what they really took me aback. Is a lot of people like, we still listen to your show. We still like to listen to you guys, even your old shows and the new stuff you're doing now. It's super cool. So, you know, it's it's really encouraging that people still care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I want to ask you a question um, huh? about faith, like I said. Yeah. And this is going to be kind of a weird question because it, it, I, I want to tell you about something, too, with me. But um, does faith, the, the idea of faith, does it move you in any way? Do you feel inspired by with faith? Does it Does it inspire you to do things? I mean, it's a, I know it's a crazy question. I'm sorry. If you can't answer it, I understand. No, it really does because it's what got me to be able to do everything that I'm doing now. Honestly, I, I would not be doing what I am because I, I had some big baddies in my life, these demonic uh, shadow people and hat man messing with me. And then I had an encounter with Jesus, of all things, and I was such a skeptic of him, of yeah. him showing up to people. I'm like, that's a bunch of, you know, he's a historical figure. He did his thing. He'll come back one day, but not now. You know, <laughs> I, I just felt like it was just like this silly thing people were making up. Yeah. And uh, wow, you know, he only had to come in person and smack me on the back of my head and say, hello, I'm real. And um, yeah, yeah. It, it changed everything for me. So, yeah, it, faith inspires me. A lot. You know, it's funny. Well, the reason I asked that is I've had some experiences lately. You know, and I, like I said, I have my own beliefs. I mean, I, I do. A, we do this podcast, and I try to keep my as a, as a broadcaster. You know, on this show because we talk to so many different people, and we all try to keep our you know our personal things. You know, we we like we want to hear what other people have to say, right? Um, however, I had some things happen over the summer, um, and it, now there was nothing you know ethere, you know ethereal in nature, but I did feel some things. Um, Namely, a situation, I was at this music festival in Tennessee uh, back in August, late, very late August, like beginning of mm -hmm. September. And long story short, you know, there was a lot of bands playing at this festival, tons of bands. And there was, a, you know, there's a lot I knew and there's a lot I didn't know. Right. So we were all hanging around our campsite and a couple of my friends were like, hey, there's this band called Woven Hand playing down at the, uh, you know, one of the stages. I'm like, oh, well, that sounds like an interesting name. Let's go check them out. Uh -huh. Right. Um and we get down to, you know, we get down to the, the, the grounds and we, hit, we, we come up towards the stage and, and the sound just hits me, right? Uh, and, you know, it's very rare. I'm, I'm an old cranky old man now that's been listening to death metal and grindcore and all this stuff my entire life. So there's not anything that really, there's, there, it's very rare that something, I hear something that really just blows my mind, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, and... Look up on the stage and I see this band playing and I'm like, you know, they just they just had this presence about them. The sound coming off the stage, it just immediately made me just basically start pushing people out of my way, running towards this just to get to the front of the stage. Right. Wow. Just to be there, you know, there and just watch this thing go down. That I had no idea about for my, you know, until this point in my life. Right. So right. Um, I watched this set. Just with my jaw literally sitting on the stage, I was, you know, right on, you know, it wasn't a big, tall stage and you could put your arms on it, you know, um, mm -hmm. jaw just laying on the stage. And it was, you know, they, they got done and I'm like, don't, don't, don't leave. Keep playing. My God, you know. So, <laughs> you know, long story short, um, you know, I left that festival 
you know, and I grabbed my Spotify, you know, and I'm like, I got to know everything about this band. You know, it was just, I had to just dive into this band and, and get into wow. the guts and the crust of it. Right. Uh-huh. So of course, you know, as you, you know, learn about people that write music and musicians, I know you've done this too, Heidi. Mm-hmm. I start reading about the main man behind this band named David Eugene Edwards. And, you know, all of his songs I read are about his, his faith, about oh. his spiritual faith. Right. Now, which is fair to me, because I mean, like I said, I don't really listen to religious music. It's just something I don't do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, I just, I've tried, and I, I'll be totally honest. A lot of the stuff, I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with this. <laughs> this is not <laughs> good to me. You know, I, I don't. I, it's not. I get that they're great what they're doing, but it just isn't my thing. Um, yeah. However, I, I studied up on this band. I digested everything, listened to every single note this man ever wrote, and. You know, I get to learn, you know, that this every song he writes is about his devout faith, you know. Um, so, you know, and as I just as I dive more and more into his music and read more on him and just just try to understand his his aesthetic in his art, what he does um, and really just meditating on his music, too. I mean, really sitting wow. down You know, I bought the whole Literally, I, sp- I bought his entire collection. I mean, I bought every damn record the band's ever put out. The right? whole enchilada. I mean, yeah, wow. Everything. I went nuts and bought everything, right? <laughs> um, and I just sat and listened to this stuff, you know, yeah. in, in, in the living room or in my car, wherever it may be. And I have, and maybe just because he's, he's such a beautiful singer, yeah. um, I have felt these just these waves come over me, you know, of just, mm. I, I would say, some type of peace. Because my mind never stops working, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I've found that my mind would slow down. I would be able to just kind of relax and feel some type of, as I've already said, inner peace by listening right. to this man's music, right? And it's and it's made me, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a church going person either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's made me think a lot about, you know, religion and it's had me kind of reading a couple of a couple of, you know, verses from the Bible and stuff like that, trying to wow. understand things. You know, I mean, again, I'm not like, you know, yeah. I'm, but it's just it's it's dare I say, you know, I, how I've said, of course, a couple of, you know, you know, I play in a pretty heavy band and all this stuff that I do on the and right. so of course, these guys are because I'm going, dude, this freaking band called Woven Hand, they're amazing, dude. And they listen and they're like, what the hell are you? What's wrong with you, dude? You know, and I'm like, well, I've been checking. It. Like, are you out of your mind? Come on, dude. Get it. Get with it and start listening to Slayer again. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm like, well, this is just an interesting uh, uh, something I haven't been exposed to, you know, right. and it's interesting to me. And, yeah. you know, I want to learn from this. I think this is super cool. So, you know, the re- I'm, I, I'm sorry cool. to be so long-winded about this. But... Oh, that's neat. It's neat. I'm just smiling ear to ear. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's awesome. But just being, you know, being exposed to something like that, and it's, you know, it's in, that's the, why I asked you. I'm like, you know, are you inspired uh-huh. by faith, by your faith? Because I felt yeah. some kind of inspiration from this music. It's, you know, it's made me kind of want to look towards the sky some more at things and think about, you know, I've always, you know, obviously I do a paranormal talk show, so I'm always thinking about all kinds of big ideas. But sometimes you gotta get, yeah. you kind of get wound into your own world for a while, and I was for a while until I discovered this really cool band, right? Wow! And this guy has kind of opened my mind up, you know, uh, and it, it's cool, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I mean, yes. You know what? I, I think what, what is really cool is that it reached you in your element because music is your thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you don't know why it pulled you, but it just freaking pulled you. 
and it was what you needed at the right time. And it's like I I hear of things not quite like yours, but of you know those those moments that it was just the timing and somebody presented something to me and it just hit a chord. It was only meant for you. Yeah, it was only meant for you. And that's what I kept saying. About, you know, I told this story of my epic journey on this trip I was on. This is not the only thing that happened, but that's one uh-huh. of the things I told people. I'm like, I heard this sound. Yeah. And something just told me, get your ass up there. You need to see this. Uh-huh. You need to hear this. You need to be Love a it. part of this thing that's happening here. Go up mm-hmm. there. I mean, it just, I was drawn to it. Like a moth to a like a light, you know what I mean. I just I had to go there, and 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 then and then I had to go after that and understand. And I'm still, you know, it's embarrassing. Like you know, I don't want to keep riffing on this whole thing, but um, I I've I've said this to people. I'm like I'm embarrassed that I didn't know about this artist and this band until August of 2018. This guy's been playing music and writing music for 25 years, and where the hell have I been? You know, but that's okay. That's all right. You're meant to, like you just said, I think, I believe that you're yeah. meant to be exposed to something and be something. And there, it was the planets aligned at that time. And I was meant to, I think, I believe I was meant to see that. I was meant to hear that. I was meant to feel that. Right. Just for you, just for you at that moment. And yeah. it was, it's all yours and other people don't get it. Yeah. And it's like, and that, that's the frustrating part though. Cause that's what I ran into too. It's like, I just had an experience with Jesus. Nobody gets it. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, this is crazy. But people saw the change in me. And I, and they're like, well, something must have happened, you know, because, boy, Heidi loved to pick on. I, I loved picking on my friends that went to church. I did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, well, something took place. And, and I and I my saying was after I'd seen him. I like, hey, keep your kids in church because Jesus is no joke. That's what I kept telling people. Mm-hmm. And that's why I named the book Jesus is No Joke because I just couldn't stop saying it. I'm like, this guy's for real. You know, like <laughs> it, it was just mind blowing to me that, yeah, he'd been around a long time and I hadn't, it hadn't struck the chord with me to say, you know, go all in with it, you know, but it, it, it yeah. you know, it hit me at the right time and the right thing had to happen for me. And, uh, you know, I was about to put up the secret war where I was bashing people who claimed to have seen Jesus. And I guess Jesus saw the mistake and said, well, she's halfway decent. Let me go down there and tell her she's wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think, you know, what I know what Doug and I told you a long time ago about this when we talked about Jesus is no joke on the show was mm-hmm. we I think what I most appreciated about it was your was just your take on this thing. Like I said uh, before. Your very real world take on on your experience with him. Um, I think you know the way you present this, and just the way you're talking about it right now, Heidi. You know, it's very like this. This guy isn't a joke, man. He, this guy is for real. You know, this dude's legit. You know, come on, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you're talking. About, I mean, and again, I mean this all in a very positive way. You're talking about Jesus like he's like this dude you met at the roller rink or something like that. Like, hey, man, you know, this dude's for real, man. He, you know, and and I don't mean it again. I want. I don't want you to take that the wrong way. Um, no, I'm. That's exactly the way I want to put it out there because it was like a friend I had not seen in years. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry I forgot about you, guy. You know, that's how I feel. Yeah. So I'm glad it comes off like that because yeah. that is exactly what it feels like. And he has a sense of humor for crying out loud. He's funny. I think <laughs> I and I've we've all I think we've all heard those jokes, too, about that. I, I whatever my beliefs may be. um, 
I've always said I think, you know, I've always thought that if there was some type of supreme being, they had, they have to have a sense of humor because of some of the things you just see every day in the world happening as we speak, you know, and, I, and I'm not going to talk about all the bad stuff. I mean, that's got its own thing. I think certain things are just a, an element of the human condition, um, but it's just some of the goofy things you see every day people do or people experience. There or even certain animals we see. I've always made jokes about. Somebody said that a long time. They're like, they're like, they're like. God totally has a sense of humor. Look at the duckbill platypus. I mean, look at that animal for God's sakes. I mean, I mean, you, you have to have a sense of humor if you're going to create something that ridiculous looking, right? Uh, and what? And I didn't say that. Somebody else said that. So, but what is <laughs> what is funny. what is the relation though? With you mentioned the Hat Man a few minutes ago, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I want to understand what the relation is though with 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 Jesus and the hat man or, sh- or shadow people also is, I mean, I'm a, I want to understand what the, what this relation is here. If that's cool. Oh, please. Look, look at cross any, any road you want to cross because I'm telling you, I probably have to come back on 10 more times just to catch you up on. Everything. Oh, we're going to have you on way more than that. Don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, the topic of the hat man and shadow people, when I first put out the book, the secret war, I always connected it to the alien phenomena. And boy, that was like far reaching to people like, oh, she's talking about a, the shadows of ghosts. What is she doing? You know, and now everybody's jumped on the bandwagon and ripping my stuff off. So, um, and not giving me credit, my, by the oh, way. Really? That's, oh, yeah. Like, gee, I don't know where shadow people came from. I'm like, uh, hello. I've been <laughs> talking about it for years and I was <laughs> laughed at. You know, it's like, yeah. And then. Relating it to aliens, and oh, nope, they realize it's related to aliens. I'm like, oh, wow, wonder where you got that from. Um, <laughs> it, it's crazy. You know, after a while, I'm like, you know, it's funny because people will be like, Heidi, I read this book. They didn't even mention you. I mean, you haven't been talking about this for 20 years? Yes, I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. And you I'm were like, talking Dude. about this way back in the day when we first had you on the first time. That we, That's what we talked about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, I mean, my book, I wrote The Secret War in 97. It came out in 2001. That's how long it took to get it published. Yeah. But the freaking thing I have been talking about forever. And I'm like, ah, but these things, shadow people, they are a dark mass that could take on any form. And God forbid you see their eyes, they're glowing red. And they are dark presence that their favorite pastime thing is to choke you and terrorize you, pop in your dreams. They go in a shadow cloud, a shadow uh, cat, uh, shadow spiders, which are the ones I saw the most of, and head and shoulder looking like shadow thing, where it looks like kind of like a guy with its head directly connected to its shoulders. And then there is the boss of them, which is the hat man. And back in the day, I used to call him the hat man shadow. I thought he was another form that shadow people took, but I was mistaken. Yes, okay. he could step out from the shadows. And he could be solid black looking like shadow person. And he has the glowing red eyes too. But he could also solidify himself to look like a guy with pale skin and solid black eyes. And you could see a goatee or he's clean shaven. Uh, You could see the watch on his, his hip, the chain watch. I mean, you could see he's got a trench coat or a cape and he changes his hat up. I mean... And God forbid if he smiles, you'll see the most ragged, like, from Stephen King's It-like smile. Those teeth. Ugh. Gross. I mean, so, and he's, he and shadow people have been seen right alongside of alien beings and even kind of 
make themselves appear as an alien, like, like, like morph into one. So they are something that I would describe as a, an observer to see what your weaknesses, what, what your strengths are and play upon it to try to gain access to you. And, you know, Hatman is really something else. Like shadow people, if you spot them, they may like rush you and try to, you know, make you look away or they run away or something. They don't like to be spotted. Hatman will wait for you to focus your eyes so you could get a good look at him. <laughs> and it's like, Ooh. yeah, he's a, he, oh, he's, he angers me so much. The things that he does to people, he bites, he scratches, he rapes, and he's got this new trick he likes to do when uh, you wake up. To see that he's reaching into your chest, ripping out your soul, and then fighting with you and and threatening your soul as you see your body laying on the bed. And he's saying, and he talks. He talks. He'll say, you're coming with me. You're mine. Nothing you can do about it. I mean, he's he's horrible. He's absolutely horrible. And he directs uh, the old hag, this Grim Reaper looking guy, the shadow people, and alien beings. So I, he's the biggest, baddest of them all, and he is growing exponentially in sightings around the globe. It is bad out there. Horrible. We're, we're talking about a lot of, of players here. Or, or, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I mean, we're talking about, a, a, we're, there's a lot. <laughs> we're, oh, you got me. All right. Uh, but no, we're talking about a lot of players here. And you said that, that the shadow man or the hat man, Sorry, yes. uh, mm-hmm. is the biggest and baddest of them all. So there seems to be some type of hierarchy here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you say that there's obviously that's the boss, like you said, the Hat Man. Um, yeah. But you know, you're talking about all these horrible things that the Hat Man does, right? Yeah. And I guess the question is begging to be answered. I mean, why? What? What is the purpose of what the Hatman does? What is he getting from this? Uh, what is he gaining from this? What, I mean, th- that's the first thing I thought of, Heidi. What does he get mm-hmm. from all all of these horrible things that that the Hatman does? It, it does seem like such a silly thing, but it is like the oldest story I think ever told that's biblical in itself to to gain the control and build an army, the strength. And feeding off from our fears, invoking the fears, creating the fears, creating illness, anxiety, depression, anger, uh, and then just soaking it all up. And then once you're in that weakened state, he tries to have you do things for him. And it, it's, it seems so cliche and ridiculous, but the things he's saying to people and mm-hmm. doing, I mean, I'll give you an example. I had a gentleman who wrote me who said, he was down in his basement and all of a sudden Hatman appears next to him and he's, he cannot believe what he's saying. And Hatman raises his hand slowly and points at the wall to the basement and the, the, the wall disappears and he's looking at a scene in the, on the ocean and he sees a boat and there's a captain on a boat and a great storm starts up and the captain just stands staring at, the hat man and goes down with the ship without even trying to save himself. And, and he said, and hat man said something along the lines, like such a man would do this for me. And they disappeared. I mean, do you think that (laughs) that's, that's really, I don't want to say creepy. It's profound. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. You said a weekend state. Um, mm-hmm. When weekend state can mean a lot of things, I think. Um, you know, obviously under the influence of of drugs is one thing, but I'm wondering yep. if a weekend state um, also could include something like stress. You said anxiety. Yep. I think you mentioned anxiety already. Am I correct? Depression. Depression. Okay. Yes. Well, it's funny because you know, and I I wanted to ask you this too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can take two things: um, stress. Uh, along with anxiety, which, which causes stress, I think anxiety totally causes stress. Um, and sleep dreams, right? The reason I asked this is because we were talking, we were talking for a couple minutes before the show. And I told you I was in the middle of selling some property, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's been a kind of a stressful thing trying to get this thing to happen and get it to work right. Um, and you know, it's easy, it's easy to say, because I had some pretty heavy, crazy uh, dreams and nightmares over the last two or three nights when this whole business deal was going on, right? Uh, um, you know, some very violent things, you know, violent mm-hmm. dreams I've had, right? Uh, and, I, and, I, and I could easily attribute it to uh, just the stress I'm under, the anxiety. It's on my mind, obviously, as I'm going to sleep, this whole thing. So therefore, it's just going to it's going to creep its way into my dreams. But I'm wondering if but I'm not saying that the, the, the hat man's coming into my bedroom at all. Um, but I'm wondering <laughs> if that would be a, a fer- fertile ground for him to invade, though. Yeah. To, to inspire bad dreams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it, it disrupts your, your sound state. That's where we get to replenish ourselves is when we're kind of letting go in, in our dreams. And, and we start having crazy, violent, out of the extraordinary dreams. I mean, it, they're being outside. Uh, there's outside influence essentially doing this. It, and yeah. it's so common. It happens so often. And, and it always blows my mind. And, and I find it really intriguing that, you know, people have this inner knowledge uh, that, what's going on they're like hey i've had some bad things happen and i'm having nightmares and and they're they're connecting the dots like you are right now like hold on a lot is going on and then i got this supernatural element going on and then i've got negative dreams going on you know so i i'm not surprised because you're in a weakened state your mind is is elsewhere stressed about something else you could be physically wearing yourself out getting these properties ready or whatever it is and you know just so much and and it's like these things watch they hear us. They see what is going on. And, you know, it, so it, I, if there was anything, I mean, I have a couple examples of how close they're watching. Blows my freaking mind. Even listening to me and mentioning certain things and showing up in front of anybody who's around. And, and it's like, wow, who would have thought? That, that this would take place, but they are waiting for that opportunity. And I, I have people write me like, oh, yeah, I've seen Hatman and shadowy things, but they don't do anything to me, so they're not evil because I'm not scared. I'm like, they're waiting. They yeah. are waiting for the opportunity. Yeah, they're not close yet, but, you know, the second they are, you'll know it, and yeah, you'll yeah. wonder what the heck's going on. And, um, but it's, you know, I, yeah. I get... Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to give a quick example. Yeah, do it. I, I, I work as a as a therapist and um, uh, occupational therapist, so upper body strengthening and whatever. And we I work alongside a physical therapist who work on legs and walking and stuff. So I I work all over the city of Chicago and and God forbid some of these therapists Google me and they're like, 
<laughs> They're looking oh, at no. me sideways. Yeah. And I had uh, I had a couple of therapists who were just like, it was me and these two physical therapists. And they're like, hey, um, so what do you write your books about? So I spoke for a few minutes about Hat Man Shadow People. And one of the therapists had to leave. And the other one went to get a patient. Mm. I'm working on my, paper, my paperwork. And uh, uh, they brought the patient down to work inside of parallel bars to walk and stand. And, and there was glass. Uh, mirrors all the way around where they're walking so they can see themselves standing. Yeah. And I hear the therapist shrieking and saying, come out here. I go out there. The patient is pointing in the mirror saying, who is that man trying to speak to me in another language? He leans close and he's like, what? He's like, I don't know what it is this guy saying. What's happening here? What, what's going on? And he's, he's like looking behind him and, and, um, and I'm like, oh crap. And I leaned forward and I said, sir, is he wearing a hat? He said, of course he is. I knew you could see him. He's right behind you. And he described Hatman to the T. Oh and goodness. I'm like, I just got done talking about this bastard. And he shows up after one of the patients. And then the next freaking day, I'm not kidding you. Uh, I'm there at the same facility. And they're talking about what took place and how this happened and stuff. And one of the therapists said, oh. I wish I could have seen that. I said, don't say that. I left and I came back 10 minutes later. Do you know it happened again? Similar situation. It was in the mirror really? talking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just total different day, just craziness. So these things are always waiting, waiting. And and I was like a few weeks from publishing the Hatman book, uh, by the way. Okay. So that was, uh, yeah, that was no coincidence. And then when I put out the Hatman book two weeks later, you heard about the Slenderman attack, right? With the two little girls attacked their friend. Yeah, yeah, they I heard stabbed, about it. Yeah, they yeah, stabbed oh, that their was, girl. Yeah, I heard about the, all about yeah. that story. That was horrible. That, that happened two weeks after I put out the Hatman book about a 15-minute drive from my family's home where oh I grew up. Oh, my God. Heidi. It was right there. And I'm like, you know, because <laughs> I, I, I know now that Slenderman was inspired by Hatman. I, I I didn't know that at the time, but uh, it, it came out that that is because it's so similar well, yeah in all of our circles <laughs> in all of our circles yeah. we've talked about that too and i'm like well, you know the hat man yeah. and the shadow man and these these things have been around yeah. for years you know yeah you know where, where did this come from but you know Slender we, man. We, we mentioned that these you know these things that the, the 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 hat man we were we were talking about this a few minutes ago um yeah you know, these these ideas seem you know what they do seem silly, but you know I still want to get I still want to you know get to if we can get to somewhere with that I, I yeah. think we're kind of we're kind of shooting all over the map here. But, <laughs> it's um, all good. You know why are they why I, I still want to know what what is the reason for this what is what is their motivation why do they want to mm-hmm. do this to people why do they want to you know invade people in their space and do these horrible things that you mentioned that's yeah. that i, I got to know why <laughs> <laughs> i understand well you know it, it goes back to the beginning of us as individuals honestly so nobody seems to contemplate where this me came from until one of us dies and we're like where'd they go where'd they go what happened to that inner them and they were like gosh i hope to i see them again someday and and now it's Think of this, whatever this inner me is, and knowing that something wants to reach out and own that and is trying to intercept it, even in its passing or crossing over. There's been people who have had near-death experiences who see aliens at the end of their tunnel. What What is that about? 
And, and then when you think about Hatman is directing these things, whoa, okay, hold on. And he talks, he's able to reach into people's chests and yank their soul out and wrestle with them and say, you're mine, you're coming with me type of thing. Yeah. You know, it sounds so weird and so cliche, but there is really a battle of good and evil. And and people are like, well, I don't understand why I'm here. What has this life got to do? You know, what what's happening? And I'm like, well, think about it. Say you've got all these different parts of you and and it's like, OK, okay we've heard about, you know, Satan did the worst thing ever and went against God and was cast out. And then you start to question, OK, so my right arm betrayed me named Satan. <laughs> it's yeah. like. So how do I know other parts of me? Who's got my back for real? It's like, okay, that's a good way to test them. We'll we'll just wash their memory. We'll just put them out there to the this planet I'm gonna make and and see if they can remember or or show their true selves without any knowledge of what's really gonna happen and what where where do they really belong? Which side of the fence do they really belong on? Yeah. Without any memory, will their where their their soul will make the right decisions or not? And it's like. I mean, I think it's kind of genius. It's like, how else would you know if there's anybody else that may stab you in the back and, and has your back or not? So mm. I think that this whole washing of our memories, I mean, we know we came from somewhere. We weren't born yesterday, really, were we? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. so I, I think that, uh, I think that this, it, it, talk about this, this, this ancient battle between good and evil. And, you know, people think, oh, it's going to be in the clouds. We're going to see this all happening. It's happening now. And it's happening in the privacy of our homes. And we wake up fighting for our lives. And then you have to go out to the world and go to work and pretend like it didn't happen. Because what's that saying? The greatest uh, uh, trick the devil ever made was, was to Con make, convince the people he wasn't real. Yeah, convince people you know? he wasn't real. Yeah. yeah. And it's like this thing is, you know, we're here, we're in the here and now we're, we're at our computers typing, we're driving our cars, but there is a thing going around the slithering in the dark, terrorizing us in our dreams, physically growling from our closets and crawling and clawing at us. It's like, oh my God, what are we dealing with here? This thing is really trying to win over power and souls for this other side and it seems weird but it's what's happening and we're these blank slates like gosh i don't know what i'm here but for but i'm just gonna drive to work and do my thing but it, you're yeah. every decision you're making there's an observer that sees well this is a decent person okay i know i can trust them to be on my side i don't know why um it, it, when it comes to shadow people i know i've talked on the show before about it but these shadow beings what i learned was that this is not the first planet that they've tried to absorb and their absorption goes by turning each other, uh, us on each other, going, going against each other. It's like, they're not having to lift a finger if they could influence you to do it. So yeah. it, it, they've done this all over the galaxy. And there's this ancient battle that's been brewing between what's positive and what's negative in the universe. So we're just the next one in line. I had a conversation with a guy years, years ago and, what you were saying made me think of this conversation again. Um, with another musician, we were just having a conversation at a party, and he was talking about his spiritual, he was talking about his religion and his spiritualism and stuff like that. You know, and I, I mean, obviously, I'm all ears about, about cool stuff like that. I want to hear what people are into, right? So yeah. uh, we're talking, and he's like, he looks at me, and he's like, you know the devil goes to church? 
And I'm like, <laughs> I love it. And I'm like, really? I go, that's a profound idea. I think, you know, from what I've been told, that's the last place he wants to go. And he's like, <laughs> no, the devil goes to church, man. The devil, the devil's always at church. I'm like, really? Well, well, well how? I mean, well, you know, how do you know he's there? He's like, when you're sitting at church and you get distracted, you feel like your stomach's grumbling or you're, you're starting to get, you know, you're starting to think about other things in life besides your, your faith in the, in the moment that you're in and thinking about you got to mow your yard later that day and all these things that happen to you. He's like, that's the devil doing that to you. That's the devil distracting you. And that's why wow. the de- he's like that's why the devil goes to church. He's like, yeah, of course. Why? That's like his favorite place to go. He wants to keep, he wants to keep distracting people, right? Now, the reason I say that in relation to what we're talking about here is, yeah. you said people, you know, yeah, we have lives. We have this this human condition that we're a part of that that encompasses a lot of things. I think, um, you know, the larger things like war and things like that. I you know I. I I hate war, but I do understand that it's part of a certain human condition we have as of how we're made up, right? I don't believe in it morally, but I understand how these things these things work. I well, I don't really understand, but I I see how they work, right? Um, Right, right. But the smaller things that we talked about, such as you know having to work, having to earn a living, having having to take care of yourself, having to manage a household, having to manage your family. I mean, all these things they're part of this human condition, and it's what we do as people on this planet, right? But we're distracted. That we're very distracted, I think, especially now. Um, I've, we've talked about this. Um, I've talked, we've talked to this, a couple of different people on this show about this, how distracted I think we are as a people even more so now than ever in human history. Um, <laughs> it's so easy to be distracted and lose your focus on whatever it is that's in front of you now. I, you know, here's an example. And this is where we're going to end up anyways with this thing. I have a yeah. smartphone. I have, you know, I have my smartphone, right? And mm-hmm. I have a lot of things on there. Like, like anybody, I use it for a lot of management in my life. It's a very useful tool. Um, but I'll look at the phone and say, I need to check my email, right? <laughs> and I grab my phone click the button to open it up and there'll be 30 other things that are my little notifications thing oh this person texted you this person's messaged you oh look at this ebay sale oh man look at this you know there's all these things that happen right and i find this happening to me all the time where i'll i'll have a task in front of me that i just want to check my damn email right um and i'll 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 be weeding myself through 30 things outside of that and then i finally go Wait a minute! I grab this damn phone to look at my email, and I'm now I'm buying a a, a wa- now I'm buying a new washer and dryer. What what the hell happened to me here, right? Um, so I mean, I think that you know this. But going back to this idea, this idea of distraction that that guy talked to me about that one. And this is and this was like 15 years ago, Heidi. Um, yeah. Uh, but I you know I thought of that that thing that guy told me like you know the devil is gonna he, that's what he wants to do is distract you. From from what you know, from the the obviously the other things, right? And again, I'm just yeah. talking about this idea that was presented to me. I found it very interesting. So, so Steve Steve Jobs was the devil. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not now. I'm not an iPhone man myself. I'm an Android yeah. man. Oh, so okay. it would be it would be the you know it'd be the Android people, and which is you know whatever. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But I mean, it don't matter. It don't matter. They're both the same, one and the same when it comes to that. But I think there's right. just, I think, go, get to, the, to the point of this, though, Heidi, I think we as people are, as I said, we're more distracted as people than we ever have been in history, in human history. Um, you know, and I mean, it, whatever, whatever your beliefs are, whatever your spiritualism, and I think, I mean, I think the proof's in the pudding. If you look around um, religion and Christianity, the belief in what, whatever it may be, I mean, I see them actively being pushed to the wayside in a lot of things. I, I should say, you know, they're being pushed aside directly. Like, no, ah, we're replacing that now. We don't need that anymore. Right. I've yeah. seen this from people, you know, and I'm not saying that I disagree in any way whatsoever. People are going to do and groups are going to do what they're going to do. But I think there is a, this a matter of distraction that we're seeing now. Does that make sense? What I'm saying here? Uh, I, I hear what you're saying for yeah, sure. Yeah. And a lot of people think it's, you know, wow, this is we're in such a distracted time and yeah, everybody's yeah. looking at their cell phones. And then I saw posted online a picture of uh, I, I believe the. The, train, the subway here or in or New York or something. And, and it was everybody was on the subway and they had a big giant newspaper spread out. There's probably 40 papers. Everybody had their face in one. And it's like, look, we've been doing this for a long time. So, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but you know what? Um, it's something that I think a lot of people don't realize. Like they think, oh gosh, I have to really devote myself and prove to God I'm really good right now. And I'm everything, I'm on my knees, my hands are folded and my eyes are closed. I'm really in on this, so I'm really serious about it. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, but there's a there's a talent that we have as human beings that exists for a reason, and that's the ability to multitask our thoughts and our brains. And you could be sitting in church and think about whatever it is you want, but your heart could be pointed in the right direction, and all is well. We oh, do well, not okay. have to be. We we don't have to be so. You know. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, God. I was I was thinking about raking the yard. You know. It's like. Yeah. It's okay. He gave us this talent to be able to do it all. Well, and know, it's okay. And I think the mind <laughs> itself, the the gray matter itself of our minds, um. You know, maybe yeah. it's because I'm maybe it's because I'm certified crazy. I don't know. It's because me. It's because my <laughs> mind is just so weird. I mean, that's what makes the mind so interesting. And I have friends that are psychologists. They work in the field, and and we've had conversations about things, right? And I'm like, dude, my God, my mind, just you know, it won't ever settle. And when I try to focus on something, it'll it'll want to you know a Billy Joel song pops in my head. I mean, you know, whatever it might be, some crazy thing happens, <laughs> right? Um, uh-huh. And, and but I and, and I thought well I, you know I have you know ADHD or you know I I have some uh-huh. type of mental problem. They're like no dude you're perfectly normal. That's what everybody's yeah. mind does. Your mind is always going to be you know looking at things. It's 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 an imperfect vehicle just like everything else is. You know it's it, you know it's I think our minds are still evolving. You know I think yeah. we have a lot of growing to do. Not on a obviously on a mental level, but on a physical level too. They they're obviously related in some way. I'm sorry, we we went right off into the weeds again. Um, That's okay. That's good. <laughs> going back to the That's hat. The way man. To be. But no, I think <laughs> this whole thing started with the, with the distraction thing. Because yeah, uh, the hat man, uh, and that, and you're explaining, you know, why, why why is he doing this? And it's very clear why um, now. Uh, but I think. Just to tie that up, I think that's a piece of this thing where we are now is that we're a very distracted group of people. You know, I'm talking the whole planet, right? Uh, not, I don't think everybody, but I think the vast majority of us, 
we did, and it's not only just the devices. It, it is the working. It is all these things you have to do. You're very distracted because you're just trying to survive every day, right? Yeah. Um, you're just trying to get through the day. You're trying to make a living. You're trying to, you know, you know, put food on your table and all these things. These things, I think, um, while I think at one time they were just a part of, uh, you know, pri- let's call them primitives, right? I think all these things we have now, um, at one time they were just interwoven into your life and it was just what you did every day. Your job was to survive, you know, your job, your job was to go out and deal with the elements now. Right. Uh, and now we have a whole different way of living where, well, my job now is to go and earn money so I can make sure the heat stays on. So we stay warm in the winter time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. 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 It's it's the same, but different. Right. But I think it's distracting because, you know, um, not I mean, is another idea with this thing. You know, the one we were talking to our friend Marcus Leader last week, who was another another ghostly talk alumni, um, and um, we were talking about shamanism and, and things of that sort, and the oneness with the earth. You know, and being a part of the earth and being a child of the earth, um, and having yeah. that. You know, and having that connection. Um, I think that's what real focus is, because primitives, as I've said, I think. You know, and I'm just riffing here now, but primitives, um, they did have to survive. They were trying to survive just like we are, but they were surviving while being one with their surroundings and nature and the planet that they were a part of, where I think we're totally detached from that and we're distracted. Right. And I think that maybe part, mm-hmm. maybe part of it. I mean, again, these are just ideas I'm throwing out for this for this topic. Right. But yeah. that yeah. may be part of the problem is that we are really detached from the earth. I think we're I, you know, yeah, I know we live on this earth and we we, we encompass the elements uh, that, you know, the elements, you know, houses that were made from from elements of the earth that we've taken and harvested and we've made homes out of, out of those those elements. Um, but I still think we're detached. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. that's part of this whole, and that may be part of this whole thing, or I could just sound a complete yeah. babbling, crazy moron. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that we're, we're kind of like disregarding that we even have a soul. Like we totally forget. We totally forget that there is a puppeteer to this meat sack we're walking around in. And we have to start turning back and tending to that and, mm-hmm. and keeping our minds healthy because that is what helps attach us to this, this meat sack. So it's like, I I don't know. It's like we do. We get busy. We get distracted and we're like just fighting to to survive. And and there's to think that there's this outside force watching good and bad, seeing like, well, they're falling closer to my side of the tracks than yours. And, and, And you're still this struggling meat sack. And. And you're like, oh, yeah, I got a soul. Oh, oh I got to, you know, I got to think more positive. And, and you know, I, I have this other book out called Picture Prayers. I don't know if I ever talked about that. No, but, I didn't. No. You know, oh, okay. So, like, I essentially I had a, a weird, well, a really cool uh, experience. I was so tired of taking the time out to pray because even I was so bored I would fall asleep doing them. I, I just thought this is a ridiculous practice. And then I'd go, you know, I remember at, at going to church as a kid and watch the pastor up there preaching and saying a prayer that just was so encompassing and beautiful. I'm like, I really suck in praying. I just don't know how to do what this guy yeah, is doing yeah. up there. And, um, and I had this experience where I had like an angelic, uh, encounter, I guess you could say it was like a, it, it was, 
it was like a waking dream is what I call it because it seemed so real I couldn't believe it didn't happen and I had this angelic being that showed me how they communicate with God and it wasn't with words and they showed me how they would look out upon to something and dedicate what they're observing directly to God right then instead of taking the time out for praying it took no time at all because as they were experiencing it they sent it and they sent their thoughts to it and, and and asked for this this connection to happen without waiting till nighttime or something and and I thought oh my god these are picture prayers you guys are just yeah, yeah. as that and it's like and I, and I think that um, you know when you you create a communicate communication with this yeah. other something that you find an inner peace with that and and then you're like your crazy day is like you're, you're not having to to disregard it, this inner you until the end of the day to pray or whatever it is yeah, yeah. you know but as you you know i see something on tv i'm like god that really moved me that sucks this kid has to go through this send it to god at the moment say can you help this situation it takes a split second and they told me that words fall short of what is meant. But when you could put your intentions behind what you're looking at, and it's sent off lickety split, and it's just, it's done. So I'm like, I think that helps. Uh, it, when I started practicing doing that for myself, I'm like, I, I don't, I really don't stop to pray. I I am just, I'm talking all the time to God. And, I, and I'm like, I tell people, it's like, I, I live in my own place by myself. And it's like, oh, how lonely is it? I don't look at at my room as being empty because I am always in communication. I am always it never feels empty wherever I go because I I just am always having this communication going on and yeah. it's kind of it, it's not prayer it's communication and yeah. I think that's important for people to realize to you know just have it be a part of your life. It's just like when they say don't diet, do a life change. Well, same thing. Don't don't diet on prayers. Do do change in, in your way that you communicate. Well, I think that's what turns a lot of people off on religion. You know, as an observation from me, um, and it's from just having conversations all these years from people. They're like, you know, I I don't, you know, I I gotta sit, kneel, stand, sit, kneel, stand. Gotta go here. Gotta do this. Gotta do that. Gotta do this. I got all this shit I gotta do in one week. Um, the to say that I'm a good I'm a good believer in whatever it is I'm believing in, and I'm yeah. tired of this, you know. And you know, and I've heard other people. Uh, my uh, a barber, my my old barber who is no longer with us, unfortunately, uh, he was a minister, right? And we huh. talked about this very thing. We both had different. Like, I've been very clear on this. I have my own ideas, and he, I was very clear with with Franco, my 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 barber. But we would still have really interesting conversations, and that's one of the things that he talked about. And it's very similar to what you're saying, Heidi, uh, without knowing this guy. Um, uh-huh. He's like, man, he's like, my trip, and this guy was, you know, trying to do his voice and say, man, my trip was just this, man, you know, like, <laughs> um, you know, literally he he would say, like, you know, I have a personal thing with, with my deity. I have a personal thing, and I talk to uh-huh. him all day long. You know, I'm always tripping with him. I'm always tripping with cool. my deity all day long. You know, he's there like, this go. isn't uh-huh. some, you know, he's, you know, so it's a very similar idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's a healthier thing. You know, it's more of a relationship type thing. It's a relational yeah. type thing. Um, right. You know, but I mean, and I think this, you know, we were talking about the hat man. Uh, and, and these are obviously things I think, you know, going on what we've talked about so far. 
We talked about all this horrible stuff that the hat man, you know, and his group of cronies can do, right? Yeah. Or do, mm-hmm. does do. Um, there's got to be some way to protect yourself from this. Yep. How Definitely. is that? Otherwise, Tell me about that. I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk about it, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I... Uh, I tell people there's a certain way to protect your surroundings. And it's like, so when your guard is down, like when you're sleeping or watch TV or, or you are sad or depressed, that something's just not going to creep up on you and, and get the jump on you. So how do you do that? Well, bless your space. Put a part of your mental protection and thought onto it and, and connect it to God. And uh, it, it really creates a barrier that it, it's just, it's such a... Um, such a simple thing that doesn't take much time to do. And, and I have people who are like, ah, yeah, you know, the bless. And I say to bless the whole house. They're like, yeah, but my parents won't let me do something like that. If they're living with their parents or something, I said, then just do your bedroom. Cause that's where you're going to really be most vulnerable at. That's where you're and sleeping. It, yeah. Yeah. And it works. And some people are like, well, I go to work and I see these demonic things and I'm like, and you, you use a, a, a cross necklace to bless your home and then you wear it go to work with it. You got your blessing on you. You know, you're, it's putting that, 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 that uh, armor on essentially to keep these things away. And, you know, a lot of people, there's a certain way that I describe how to, how to do this blessing. And it's not with sage unless you're native American, Uh, (laughs) you know, I'm like, I don't, I honestly get a lot of people who say that doesn't work. I said, yeah, are you native? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm not surprised right now, but um, (laughs) so I, I, I actually made another book. And, and, uh, it's, it's a cart cause I'm a cartoonist. So it's called shadow people and the hat man, a guide and comics on how to get rid of them for all ages. Okay. So I, I, yeah, I wanted people to have a, a visual, you know, make it fun, how to go through and, and just bless your, your space. And, uh, you know, it's been very effective for all these years and it works for me. So and every once in a while, something might creep back in. And you just bless it again. So um, I, yeah. I have all these books listed on my main website, HeidiHollis.com. So people can link over or go to Amazon and find it there. And it's going into print in a couple of weeks. It's only as an ebook right oh, now. Cool. So. Well, no, we're going to make yeah. sure we link everything up here on the Ghostly Talk, cool. talk site too, awesome. of course. So that's that's how you do it. I mean, that's now, yeah. now and that's and that's like their weakness. I mean, I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's, I guess they may kind of tie in with that. Right. Um, yeah. They're got to be vulnerable somehow. It seems like to me. Right. Yeah. Uh, the hat man. And, and, and as I've referred to is his gang of cronies. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked about blessing your space about, mm-hmm. about, about putting your armor on. Right. So I guess that is their weakness is that when you do, or, or am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, or, I mean, I, well, it does tie into their weakness, I guess. Right. Well, they don't like when people stand strong and it could be in your faith or in your your spirit. And there's something to be said about the human potential, because if these things could take you on as you are, they wouldn't come sneaking around like a thief in the night. They wouldn't be ducking behind corners. You know, it's just there is something that they cannot quite conquer so easily and so directly. They got to play these funky little games. And uh, it's like, look, that tells you a lot. And, and they have to talk your ear off some of them, like to convince you you're mine. Now you can't do anything. It's like, what are you trying to hypnotize me? What is this? You know, it's like, we have a lot more 
power and a lot more to us than we really realize. And and I'm trying to get people to realize that strength, that spark, that light in you, that comes from a higher place, that these things don't come from. They lack light. And a lot of people describe these dark things like, they said literally the absence of light. Like there was a man with a hat and I could tell he's got a trench coat, but you can't see any details and he's walking. He lacks any light so much so you can't catch any detail on them so i'm like well what does that tell you you know they are from a dark source we are not from this dark source we're from a lighter source and these things are reaching into us we're not trying to reach to them well hold on there's some there's some weirdos out there that are (laughs) trying to reach out to them but for the most part, people don't like to screw themselves with demons, but uh, <laughs> it's like so you're trying to come at us. Yeah. And why? Why are they messing with us? Like, look, I didn't think I did anything that waved a flag like come to my house. But you know what? I also find you know it's not about what you do, but because you are such a bright light and you are, they can see that you may influence a lot of people. So they try to convince you and drag you down give you the most horrific nightmares that makes you think I'm going to hell, you know, or that makes you think that, you know, gosh, I, I got drunk too many times. Maybe this is why they're coming at me. No, you may just be such a darn big catch that they are working twice as hard, 10 (laughs) times as hard to get you. So when I hear a lot of efforts going on with a person, I look at them and I smile. I'm like, you are something special, aren't you? Because, boy, they're working hard to get you. Well, it's so, a, it seems interesting, too. And not to, I'm sorry to cut you off. Huh? I just had a really interesting thought. You know, yeah. you're talking about people who, you know, maybe a, a beacon of some sorts, right, uh, yeah. of light. Uh, it, it, I'm thinking of scenarios because you mentioned people, too, like, like flesh yeah. and blood people. Mm-hmm. Is it is it to be said or is it safe to say that maybe the hat man and his gang of cronies um, have a way of influencing over other people to try to go after the people they really want? Like, well, oh, this, one, this, one, this one's this one's easy to this one's easy to take over. Well, you know, you've heard about, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to use the word possession, but we've I've uh-huh. heard this often, like in, in, in literature where, well, this is a weak, a weak willed soul. So it'll be yeah. easy to take that one over and then use that one to influence the more prominent souls, yeah. right? Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, like you said, there's a lot of shitheads out there. <laughs> there's, <laughs> yeah. there's just a lot of really annoying fucking people, pardon my French, but, you know, there's just some really annoying people out there who, who I've had to deal with, who I'm still dealing with, who I'll be dealing with until the day I pass on, right? <laughs> uh, uh, and these are people that, yeah, they're, they're trying to make me do things I don't want to do. They're trying to convince me of things that I don't want to be convinced of, that I know better, that I know are wrong, right? Um, and they just generally make my life less awesome than it has the potential to be, right? Yeah. So just kind of thinking about this, you know, because is it just happened today, for example. Um, you know, I, I come in contact with someone who literally ambushed me. Literally ambushed me uh, out of nowhere. I thought I was walking into this situation to catch up with an old friend and I was ambushed on something, you know, and it's not a huge deal. I laughed it off, but I was literally ambushed into a situation being told that I did something I didn't do. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. But I thought and I literally said, I thought I was coming by here to 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 catch up with an old friend and see how you were doing. 
but uh-huh. apparently you just wanted me to come here so you could, you know, point the finger at me. Well, I got to leave. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't right, want to right. be a part of that. Right. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, maybe, you know, that's just a more real life type thing. But yeah, going back to that point, though, you know, do these things take over the weaker willed uh, souls yeah. to go after, oh, yeah. like you said, the big catch? Right. Yeah. You, you know, when 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 it's little effort to take over somebody, I don't hear a whole lot of dancing around of them trying to play games and all this stuff. They just take them. They just influence them. OK, got that one. You know, so when there's like a whole army of them showing up every night, sitting on their bed, messing with them, I'm like, oh, wow, they you're strong. They really got to mess with you to break you down. So, OK, cool. You know, just tell them game on, you know, and, and kick them out. But yeah, yeah like for myself. I don't have any problems going on anymore, but they've gone after my coworkers, my patients, my friends, my family. I mean, and, and then I had to start realizing, you know, I, I informed my family, this is what you do to keep them away. And I told my, my friends the same thing. And then I, I had expanded out to coworkers. I'm like, come on, like, okay, bless your space, do this. You know, my patients, you know, I was a whole other thing. I, that guy, Hatman was really ticked. The book was coming out and, you know, I didn't expect that I had to do that there, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I try now to, and, and you know, I should say too, I was going to talk about the hat man years before I did, but every time I would take a step towards writing the book on it or speaking more directly on him, all my friends and family be like, what are you working on? I can't sleep at night. Could you please stop it? And out of guilt and respect, I would back off. And then I'm like, no, you know what? You guys got to build up your 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 strength on this because I have to go forward. I had too many stories coming to me. So, you know, it, it's everybody's responsibility to take ownership of these dark things coming at them and stand up and you know i'm not saying get angry at them i'm not saying to run from them i'm like just stand strong in your convictions and your faith and your belief and just you know be you and set a boundary they are not welcome and they're not paying the rent so send them on their way <laughs> you know that's always <laughs> it's true um uh, yeah uh but that's always the hard road I think, yeah. you know, and it don't have to be what, you know, whatever your beliefs are, but you know, yeah. st- what you just said, all really strikes a chord with me is, um, standing strong in your belief, uh, and your convictions. Right. And that can, that can take all different types of shapes and forms. Um, uh, right. and that's a very tough road to walk. I tell people that all the time. I, you know, younger people, I know that I'm mentoring and things like that. And, what, what happens if it would be easier just to, and I've had these situations, will it be easier just to just not be truthful about this? I'm like, that's the wrong way, man. You know, and it don't matter, what, in my opinion, what, you, what your beliefs are spiritually. I'm like, that's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. you got to be honest about things always. And sometimes uh, I was having a conversation with some guys about this just recently. I'm like, you know what? My honesty has probably cost me more money than I want to even count over the, over the years, <laughs> you know? It just yeah. it, it's a factual statement. I'm like, look, right. my, my honesty has cost me a lot of money, but you know what? I sleep okay at night. I feel yeah. good about myself. I'm a decent person, right? I hear you. Um, and that's a, and that's a tough road to walk for people. I don't think some people realize how tough of a road that is to walk when you're oh, until yeah. you're put in that situation and you have to really be tested, right? Mm-hmm. So not to get too philosophical, but it just yeah, it makes, you. It, makes me, good. it makes me think about those things, um, you know, yeah. and you know, how do you want to live your life? 
I, how do you want to live your life, man? Because, you know, I, I got I, I got friends from all different walks of life. And I got friends, you know, that are, you know, that are, you know, Bible carrying Christians that go to church religiously. Mm-hmm. No, no pun intended. Every single week. Right. Yeah. Um, uh. And uh, I got friends that are sociopaths. <laughs> I mean, literally, they're sociopaths. <laughs> I mean, you know, and it's it, but it's interesting to hear from all these people. Right. Um, right it's a matter of where you want to be, I think, you know, and I got my ideas anyways. So, you know, <laughs> let's talk about, you know, we've talked about this stuff in the past though, right. Uh, on, on older shows with you. Um, and, and you've mentioned this already uh, about, about the hat man working with, with what we refer to as aliens, uh, mm-hmm. unidentified creatures, whatever you want to call them. Right. Right. This is really interesting to me because, you know, if there's any field of study that we've expo- we've been exposed to here on the show, um, I think the study of UFOs and aliens has, and you remember we talked about this years ago, Heidi, me and Doug would, would talk about this a lot. You know, we were yeah. convinced uh, over all the years of doing the show, once we kind of really, you know, got some, got some, you know, miles behind us, we're like, okay, there's definitely something happening. There's weird stuff that's happening, right? Right. What we want to know is how it's related, right? Okay, yeah. And I know we talked about this with you. Um, and then you started talking about, you know, the hat man and aliens. And I'm like, oh, what? that's a weird correlation, right? <laughs> Not I shouldn't say weird. I mean weird in a very beautiful, yeah. wonderful way. Yeah. But that's an interesting yeah. correlation. So um, I want to hear about this, though more about you know um you know the aliens okay not only with the hat man okay um but also with what you know with jesus and things like that i mean it seems to me that you know where we're going with this is that this this stuff's all obviously related there's all they're they're all pieces in some puzzle right so i'm sorry to be so open-ended about this but could you elaborate on some of this stuff for me yeah no it's uh it's all good yeah so it, it seems like it's such a, oh, like convoluted and so like, God, how does these strings to attach? But yeah. it's like for me, because I, I lived through this stuff, it's so clear to me. And I, I would have never thought that I would have to go back full circle to my roots of sitting on a church pew as a kid, really irritated by it. And, and in order to fight aliens, um, <laughs> it's like, it's just so crazy. It's like, what on earth? You know, I, I've just, you know these things made it clear to me and what their weaknesses were was uh you know a, a name jesus why why would that bother an alien what you know what that doesn't make any sense yeah. why are they leaving because i'm saying this you know and it's like and i had uh, interactions with a positive alien being through my my college roommate and who told us that and, and she was Pentecostal, super strict, long hair, big skirts, did you know, really super religious person. And to have this being telling me that because I'd stopped praying at that point. I, I'd believed in God and all, but I just I just kinda dropped it. And I had this positive alien being tell me, you know, why aren't you praying anymore? What's going on? I didn't tell this alien this. I'm like, hold on. It's like if this guy, this thing knows this, you know, and these dark things know this too. I mean, I, I was in, in a vulnerable position, like, Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. why would this matter? And here I'm, I'm like, 
I think I'm all in, you know, the the solid UFO craft stuff and and positive aliens fighting negative beings and 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 then I get this Jesus encounter who tells me uh, Jesus tells me to finish writing my book about these aliens. What? I mean, it was just it was just a crazy time, but it all made perfect sense for me and it's like if you if you undress the image of an alien if you undress the image of shadow beings and and hat man yeah and and if you're able to close your eyes and feel what's in front of you it feels the same <laughs> it's like yeah oh my gosh what are we talking about here so it's like this this force it, it became a force versus being individual uh players and uh i i think that was probably really shocking to me because i thought i had a good grip that uh you know we're being visited by other beings wow this is cool and it's like oh my gosh they don't like that we believe in a positive being a positive source called god or whatever people want to call it yeah i was like oh my goodness you know it, it gives me chills even thinking about it because i'm like they were betting on us to not figure them out and they were playing us like a fiddle. These things can shapeshift? Hold it, that's in the Bible. Why can these aliens make themselves appear as a deer? Are they just, you know, I, I thought, oh, they're just putting up the camouflage and making us think that. I'm like, yeah. I watched one shapeshift once. I watched it. And I'm like, that wasn't a, you know, a distortion of reality. This thing altered itself to look like something else. And I'm like, they're entering our dreams looking like something else, trying to fool us and get us to use words that have the strength behind it to, to get you to question what you're experiencing. I'm like, so they, they kind of expose themselves as having the old traits of what we're taught about evil. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, and and then having to say, yeah. OK, let me sprinkle a little bit of this positive light stuff on it. And see if I'm really reading this right. And and then to say, uh, how do you feel about Jesus? Whoa, aliens are leaving. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, so so it's like uh, it it wasn't rocket science. But, you know, and then I had the experiences that I did with my college roommate, with this alien being and saying these things are what was written of way back when. Yeah. And, and, you know, this is not this is this is reality. This is what you're dealing with. And, and it's like, think back to why you're here what do you think this whole place is about and i'm like i don't know you know so it it just became a a puzzle i was pulling the pieces together and 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 then i'm like i felt responsible i'm like okay it's making sense to me i'm a painfully honest person and i love humor i just want to be a comic strip artist for my life but i need to i need to find a way to try to reach out to people around me and and hope that me being as painfully honest, using my actual real name, unlike a lot of people out there, yeah. you think these authors are using their real names or even talk show <laughs> hosts, and they are not. They are not. And I'm just like, I understand why people had to hide back when, but I was like, no, I'm going to use my name. Even though my dad asked me to use a pen name, I told him, well, dad, you had no sons. I'm going to abuse your last name to its fullest. <laughs> and it sounds really good together. Heidi Hollis. I mean, come on. Well, you've always had a so, great name. Um, no, we've always loved your name. It, it, gee, thanks. So, so I was like, you know, this is the only way I can is just by exposing myself and being like, this is me. This is what I experienced. I'm not kidding. This is for real. Yeah. And, you know, let people judge for themselves. I'm not trying to 
make them drink the Kool-Aid. I just want them to have this as a, a, something in their pocket to pull out just in case they come across something similar and they go, oh, my God, this is what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean, and I, like you said, I mean, it, it's you're not I, obviously you, you know, you have these I, I have ideas. You have ideas. Right. And I've always came to people like, that. Yeah. Look, look, I know. Yeah. Look, look, we're, look, a human's a complicated machine. Just from the mind alone, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's, it's the older I get, the more fascinated I get by just the juxtaposition that makes a person, right? All uh-huh. these ideas um, and all these different ideas, uh, and I love to pay attention to stuff like this with people that I meet, uh, people that I that I know, like you know, just learning about people. Um, so when I present ideas to people, um, I always say, "Look, you know, you're a complicated machine." I'm a complicated machine and I have my ideas. Just just roll this around in your gray matter a little bit. Think about it, right? <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm not I don't think I was put here. Um yeah, you know, I know I'm I think every person has to have some degree of influence over their environment and the universe that's around them. You know, and I mean like your immediate family, your friends, that little universe you have, right? I think you have right. power to to change that, hopefully for the better. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people do still do it for the worse, but and that's just a whole different problem. Um, but I think that idea of uh, you know, hey, look here, roll this around, think about this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. it, it can't hurt. And I mean, I, I and as I mentioned earlier, I have people in my life that you know. I, ideas come through me and, and I like to talk about my ideas to people. You know, it's fun. We can chat and talk about cool stuff. Right. right? Um, and you don't have to agree. You, we don't have to agree. Uh, it was so funny the other night uh, we were at a concert uh, at some small club here in the Detroit area. And I, I came up and I was talking with a friend of mine outside. It was kind of cold out. And mm-hmm. um, this, this, this random dude walks up to me. Right. And he's like, hey, man, we got some coffee over there. Um, uh-huh. If you'd like some coffee, feel free to come over and have a cup with us. I'm like, oh, all right. Sounds cool. You know, um, huh. walk over there. He pours me a cup of coffee. He's like, my name's Alex. I'm like, well, I'm Scott. Nice to meet you, man. And he's like, are hey. you here for the concert? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here to see, this, see the, some bands play. Some buddies of mine are playing. He's like, let me ask you a question. I'm like, and I, I, I felt it coming. I'm like. Did I just get pulled into some kind? Did I just get snared into some kind of trap here? What the hell's going on here? Drink, but drink the Kool-Aid. I drank the Kool-Aid. Literally, I drank the coffee, the Kool-Aid, same shit, you know? So um, I go, sure, well, why don't you go ahead and ask me a question? He's like, well, you know, what's your idea of love, right? Hmm. So, you know, and I'm like, well, that's an interesting question because, you know, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to properly answer that. I'm going to probably give you some really shitty rudimentary answer but I see where this is going, and I'm going to let it happen, man. So let's talk about love. Let's talk about what your idea of love is, what my idea of love is, and let's see where this goes, right? And I knew this was a church. They, he told me flat out. He's like, well, yeah, we, we, uh, we're at the Baptist church a few doors down next to the club here, and you know, we were just saw you guys all uh, hanging around out here, so we thought we'd come down and chat with you. I'm like, well, I'm going to tell you something right now. The majority of the people that you're going to talk to are not going to be too welcoming to you. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. I just know this because this is a heavy metal club. And yeah. look, this isn't their persuasion. However, tonight's your lucky night because you're talking to a pretty open-minded guy who studies the paranormal for a hobby, right? So and not only studying the paranormal, but open to 
as many ideas that can be put in front of them. So we ended up having a right. really great conversation, a really yeah. cool conversation. Um, and of course, my buddies come out, and I mean, I won't. They weren't exactly. They were. They were. They were cordial, right? But they weren't polite. <laughs> you know, they're like, "What are you talking about, with this guy?" And I'm, they're like, you know, and I'm like, and they're like, "Dude, come on, let's go inside." I'm like, "I'm having a conversation with these guys. I'll be in soon enough. We're enjoying. We're enjoying talking here. You know. So right. if you guys don't want to talk, then go inside. I'm a big boy. I can handle myself, right? So, right. so, but we ended up having this really great conversation. It was, it was cool. And, he, you know, I said, well, I got my trip and you guys got your trip. And I respect you guys for what you're, what you're doing. And I, and I really do appreciate talking to you. You know, they're like, well, dude, we don't ever get to meet people like you. Like, you're, you're like a metal dude. I'm like, yeah, I play in a band. I do all that crazy stuff. I play in some of the, I play some really nasty music. I play ugly sounding music, man. Um, <laughs> but but I, I, like to think, I, I like to think that I'm still an open-minded person, though, and I'm not embarrassed to expose myself the things that right. aren't considered cool, you know what I mean? Right. That whole trip, right? <laughs> right. Um, so that just goes back to this idea of, you know, hey, roll it around your gray matter. Yeah, I'm not trying to make you drink the Kool-Aid, but think about mm-hmm. these things. And that's, I think that's what you're doing. I think that's fantastic, Heidi. I think, that, I think that's no, great what it, you're doing, being so open about your ideas. Right? I have to, you know. It's like, I, And it's like anybody who tells you they have all the answers, I say run. You know, if we're all trying to make sense of things and no one has all the answers, but we sure can try to help each other and, and work with each other. And I think that's where we lack a lot in the paranormal and UFO field. It's like, I don't know why there's so much ego out there when I don't know anybody that really makes a good living off from this except for a handful of people. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> most of us have a nine to five job. God, we're doing this. Me? We're doing that. We're, we're going to these conferences on our own dime. It's like, yeah. you know, and it's like, you know, I enjoy doing what I do because I'm passionate about it and I'm hoping to help people. And, uh, you know, anybody who's trying to sit on a throne on this stuff, it's just, disturbing to me i'm like no we're we're trying to the the really good passionate people of this we've been in it for a long time and uh we're we're struggling (laughs) it's all good though it's all good we enjoy it we never made a dime (laughs) off this show we don't ever plan on making a dime off this show um and it's interesting what you just said because doing what we've done for all these years we did it we got to see a lot of what you're talking about you know kingdom builders um, mm. people who did come to us and say, I have this idea, a book, whatever it might be. And this is how the whole world works. Dun, 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 right. And yeah. you know, again, it don't, it's not any different. I don't discriminate. I want to hear what you have to say, man, or lady, whoever yeah. you might be. Right. Um, right. Let, let's hear what you have to say. Uh, right. but sometimes I, I, this is what you're in, in relation to what you're saying. Uh, sometimes it's been presented to me or me and Doug or me and Amber, whoever may be here, um, like that idea you just said, like, this is, this is the, this is the only way you can't believe in anything else. And I'm like, dude, yeah. you don't even, you can't even prove any of this stuff a hundred percent. How are you going to sit here and tell me this is the only way to think the only way right, to believe right. man, you know, and I know it goes back to faith. <laughs> I understand what faith is too. Yeah. We've discussed faith at great length here tonight. Um, but yeah. Um, you're confusing what? me, man. You know, not you, yeah. but, you know, this person, whatever it may be. <laughs> well, 
uh, one one of the, my favorites, well, or I, it's not really favorite, but uh, people come up to me and say, Heidi, I'm going to tell you how you can figure out these shadow people, because I figured it out, and, and I'm going to school you right now, you know, and it's just like, yeah, dude, please, you know, just please, just don't, don't do that, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and it's really disturbing to me, like I was mentioning earlier, it's like, you know, when people come and uh, I've I've been at a book signing, signing my books, and had producers come up and say, "Thanks, I'm gonna go make a film off this now." It's like, you know, jerk <laughs> oh, off, jerk off. You know, off. Just, you know <laughs> I'm just like, wow, you know, a little permission, something, you know. So I'm I've been doing this for 20 years. You go and you make a, a gazillion dollars off from my material without even mentioning where you got it from, you know. And it's like, it, it's not about ego. It's like, you know. I've been doing this for a long time, really trying to help people. And it, gosh, I sure would love to have more time to do this type of thing to help more people. But it's hard to support yourself on this. And oh, it's like, yeah. and you just took my material and you're having a great time. Good you know, for you. You, know, you don't know. It, That's it, not cool. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that, too. We just had something recently happen. Now, we've always, with Ghostly Talk, we've always said this is a freely distributed show. Right. Mm -hmm. And we were very liberal in the old days. I know. And I think I may have mentioned this on the show here previously. We, me and Doug were very liberal in the old days about people taking our, our shows and using them for whatever the heck they want. Right. We did mm -hmm. say, hey, look, you know, we're doing this for free. You know, if you want to take our, you know, our stream or, you know, our show itself. Uh, and if you are rebroadcasting and you are making generating monetize what they refer to now as monetizing uh things you know yeah maybe kick uh -huh. us kick us a buck or two so we can just put it back into the show and pay for the server yeah. or you know yeah do something right and, and nope and, and no i no, we were very there was a handful of people that yeah. did a handful okay i'm saying okay. a handful right yeah um but as i said we were very liberal about it we were just having fun doing the show we just we mm -hmm. we were we were living to do this thing Right. Yeah. Um, recently, now I've taken a much harder, you know, edge on that. You know, and Doug doesn't do the show. He's he's here in spirit. <laughs> he's got a different life now. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, but him and I have had these conversations, and a, a good situation recently was um, some YouTube channel decided to take like fifty of our shows, our archives. Oh. And that's, you know, and that, and now so far, so good. That's cool, right? They wanted mm -hmm. to take, they took like 50 of our archives, slapped the Ghostly Talk logo on the video, and we're, we're put them up on their channel, which is fine. Go right ahead and do uh -huh. that. Thanks for distributing our show for us. We really appreciate that. However, they uh -huh. monetized all of them, right? Oh, boy. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, and the proof's in the pudding. All you do is click on the video, and there's a commercial. It's like, well, okay, so... Yeah, YouTube's paying them per click now. I I, I do understand some of YouTube, so mm -hmm. you know we all discussed it, and I'm like, no, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is complete yeah. bullshit. Now, so wait, this is all these people have to do now? They can just go take other people's hard work they put their time and their blood and their sweat into and their passion into, and just yep. slap it up on YouTube, monetize it, and make their money, right? Exactly. Um, no, and I, and I said no, I am not sitting down on this one i'm gonna deal with this you know yeah. and I, and long story short with that situation i did follow the youtube thing and you know sacrificed a squirrel and did everything they wanted me to do to put a put a thing in you know and whatnot and um and you know it, and they did uh, to youtube's credit they they hand they they 
took the videos and they they took them down real quick. Um, nice. Because I was able to prove that it's our stuff and we own it. Um, and mm-hmm. the owners of the channel actually had to reach out to me and say, look, um, we're really sorry about what we did. We didn't mean to offend you. We're actually fans of the show. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're sorry. Uh, we were just helping out. I'm like, hey, you know what? That's totally great. Thank you. We yeah. appreciate that. But you guys monetize the videos, man. You know, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's like, he's like, well, you, you said that we can use it for anything we want. I said, yeah, we can, you can use it. You can distribute it for us. But if you got, you can't just go out there and make a pile of money. I mean, we're trying to be nice about this thing. You know, we yeah. do this. It's a yeah. hobby we do here. Right. But I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm 43 now. I'm not 25 anymore. You know, <laughs> so I'm a, yeah. little, I'm a little more crotchety and cranky. And it's like, no, I don't like seeing people screw us over. Especially the, the the legacy we have with the show now, I don't want to see that 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 just just more or less thrown somewhere for other people to make money of. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. No, you know, no. And I don't think, and I don't think that I myself am being unreasonable by saying things like that. Um, no. If you wanted to, you know, if they just would have asked, I'd probably been like, I don't care, go ahead. But I, but for <laughs> me to find it. And be like, oh, what the heck yeah. is this thing? You know, what's going on here? And you know what? We ended up having to work it out. I, you know, they they were in trouble with YouTube as a result of that. Like they were their their channel was shut down. Like they Ooh. they got they got a bunch of strikes against them because I apparently I wasn't the only one. Imagine that, right? Um, oh. So huh. um, they actually um, they they were they reached out to me to say, could you please lift these bans? I mean, apparently I had the power to lift the you know to lift the the strike the copyright strikes mm-hmm. against them. They said, can you please right. lift those? Cause we can't do anything now. And I'm like, well, you know, look, I'm not going to wield this. Like I have some kind of power here, but you know, mm-hmm. you guys are reaching out to me and you're being, you know, you're owning this. That's cool, man. Yeah. I go, I'm going to lift these, these copyright strikes. And they're like, we already taken all the videos down. I'm like, yeah, well, that's what I want you to do. Take them down. Right. 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 Um, but I'll, and I, and I was, I, I lifted them. It was cool. I lifted them. And everybody uh-huh. was happy, but it's like, no, you're not, we're not doing this anymore. You know, I know yeah. the, inter- the internet's still the wild west and I accept that, but, um, you know, come on, give us a break. We're just the little guys. We don't make any money doing this show. We don't ask people to pay for any of our downloads ever. We've never asked anybody to ever do that for ghostly talk. So yeah. why would I, why on, yeah. why in the why hell are you would, doing you, it? Why yeah. would you do that? You know, I don't think yeah, that's being that's, unreasonable. It's, it's so funny. I've you know, you're there. Go ahead. Something similar has happened to me with my shows, too. And now this is a kicker. Terrestrial stations grabbing my shows and putting it on the air, throwing commercials. I'm like, whoa, come on now. Talk about <laughs> your show. Not- Tell me about your shows for a second, Heidi, because you do a couple uh, of shows, well, don't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've, I've done a show called uh, The Outlander, and I, I started off on, on CBS radio doing that like, ooh, seven years ago or something. No, eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I, I had fun doing it there and then decided to move it over to another network. And uh, so what I do, especially for like the first 30 minutes of, of my show, I'll, I'll take people's uh, emails, uh, calls, uh, comments that come in through Skype uh, about anything and, and everything that they've ever experienced when it comes to strange or paranormal and, and try to give some level-headed advice because I, I was getting so many emails about people's personal experiences. It's like, well, what do you think? What do you think I should do? And I'm like, you know, it, it's it's really time-consuming to try to write back to everybody. So I'm like, okay, I could read this off on the air yeah. and answer you that way by just using first names. So um, 
So I welcome people to to write me if they, you know, just dustoutlander at gmail.com. That's D as in David, A-S as in Sam, outlander at gmail. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, I'll just like read the stuff off and like give a perspective without being a psychic or a guru and just saying, you know, like when something like that happened to me, this is what I would do. And, you know, and this is how you can do it or, or just so people get a perspective and can see themselves in some of these stories I get because some of them are just gut wrenching and just kill me. And I, I, I read these things at, at home and, and I'm just like tears, like kids are writing, kids are writing and they always have to put in the first line, hi, I'm 10 years old. So then that oh lets God. me know I, I can't. I can't respond and I can't read it off the air. I'm like, kids, if you're going to write me, don't tell me your age because your parents will kill me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but it it blows my mind how many little stinkers are miserable because their parents are not open to this. And I've been sent to a psychiatrist, you know, and they're just, they're like the hat man's in my bedroom. What do I do? I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah, these yeah. stinkers are, are searching things out online and they need your ears to, to listen to them and hear them out and not think they're all crazy. Mm. So, um, so I do that for the radio show first 30 minutes and then I, I will uh, interview uh, whomever, you know, different people. And, yeah. and then I, I have uh, another show. I, I'm, I, I help out just for an hour a week on uh, after hours AM. Um, that's with iHeart, and uh, that's uh, pretty much doing the, the similar things, interviewing different folks and uh, interjecting some of the paranormal stories that are out there. And then I also do – I, I am nuts. I, I'm uh, you just, are. I You're completely do, insane, I, Heidi. I, I used to do eight shows a week up until oh a few God, months ago. I with can't barely do network. this thing once a week, and I'm losing my mind anymore. Yeah, it's a lot. But I so I do this morning show with uh, TV personality Samantha Goldberg called The Outrageous Show. And uh, that one and The Outlander are now on LNMRadioNetwork.com. And uh, all that is on HeidiHollis.com. But so just talking about outrageous and outlandish topics and having different stars come on to talk about things, too. Yeah. So we just started that show. So it's been it's been fun. So just uh, I just like being able to reach out and open people's minds to the different possibilities out there. So I'm no, having a good time. And, that, and that's that's what we've always loved you, Heidi. That's we know that I, I remember that <laughs> I remember no I remember when you were presented to me uh, when we yeah. were just doing the show and I will one of our old guys on the show back in mm -hmm. the day. He's like, hey man, there's this girl Heidi Hollis, man. She looks pretty interesting. Why don't we, you know, her, not she herself. Hey, look how interesting she yeah. looks. No, I mean, like, you know, this looks like, and that's why we reached out to you. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I love to talk to you guys. And we've all, we've always had a riot ever since then. You know, here's, yeah. I want to close with this. Um, mm -hmm. We, you know, I get out to Chicago every once in a while, right? Yeah. Uh, handful of times over the last decade. Um, we really, and you're one of the few people like, you know, that we've really connected with and, and had a lot of great conversations with on Ghostly Talk over the years that we never really got to sit down with, right? Oh, um, really? <laughs> so what I think we should do, and we'll figure this out. This is a long-term plan. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be, we'll be getting out to Chicago sooner or later. We really got to have lunch, Heidi. I think we should, we all of us should just sit down and have sure. a great, have a, have a meal and, and chat and finally get to meet face to face because yeah. it's, it's been a little while. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that would be awesome. I I would so love it. I no, really we, would. We I really mean, should. If I have friends on the airwave, it, it's you. I mean, honestly, your show has just been that warm, fuzzy spot that I've always enjoyed getting on. So when you reached out, I was like, "He's alive!" <laughs> <laughs> well, you were. I was so happy. I remember we had a conversation maybe about 
about seven years ago on Facebook or something like that. And you were giving me shit then. You're like, why aren't you doing your show? You, why aren't you doing your show? And I'm like, well, you know, we're just doing other things right now. She's like, no, you need to get back on the air and start doing the show. Enough of this crap. Yeah. You, you, why, why, why are you guys not working? Why aren't you out? Why, why are you not out there? And I'm like, oh, my God, I feel terrible now. Holy crap. <laughs> you know, one of the things, you know, what's unique about you guys in doing this program is you know how to laugh at yourselves. You know how to laugh at these different topics. And you make it easier for people to swallow because there's just so much, uh, you know, a flashlight under the chin talk out there that's just, it scares people away. They don't want to ask more questions. But when you have this warm, fuzzy way of going about talking about things like you guys always have, I mean, it just, it opens up people's minds to do other things and yeah. and it's like you know when i think about it and doing the 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 talk radio shows i i, I used to help on uh, other shows like oh gosh it was probably going back 12 years or more but it's like i always kind of i like keeping a light nature and, and that's just how i am and and then when i saw you guys you guys keep that light nature and it let me know it was okay to be that way because that it, it works. It just does. So, you know, I, I think that you secretly encourage me to be, uh, to keep things light on the air when I, I've done my show. Oh, so that's it's like, super cool. That's, that's so yeah, nice to know that. Honestly, honestly, because it's like, in, and putting that personal element in there, you know, going off on what you call as a tangent, it's insightful and it lets people know you're human and this is how you've experienced or seen the world. So, yeah. you know, that that's all beneficial too. So I'm like, hey, you know, keep on keeping on it. And honestly, yeah. and I've said this for a while too. You need your own freaking TV show. I don't care what you say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Oh yeah. Doug and I, Doug and I especially, we we said that many years ago and we've been saying it ever since then. We both have faces for radio and we want to keep it that way. I could never do TV. I remember you saying that, and people were interested in you guys. And you 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 kind of still went that way. Yeah. Like, no. No. We, we 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 have fun doing this thing, and you know it's you know I like I like doing the what we're doing now too. I mean we we've chatted about this a lot too uh, with the newest what we're doing with Ghostly Talk now is you know where we're at now with with you know with podcasting and doing radio shows of this sort now these long form conversations. This is what I love to do. Uh, you know, and even even with the old show. And we've mentioned this before too. Uh, we had, you know, we were break every half an hour, every whatever. We were, you know, we had, we had, we only could do a half an hour with somebody, right? Uh, uh-huh. Or an hour with somebody tops, depending on who it was. Um, and I don't think that can really explore a subject. Um, yeah. I, I like what we do now. You know, and I think some of the best podcasters out there are the ones that embrace the idea of this long form conversation, right? Which mm-hmm. is. You know what we're doing, what we've done for the last, according to my scope, an hour and forty-three minutes. Right? We haven't stopped. We haven't taken a break. I'm not chopping yeah. this thing in any way whatsoever. But I think that's a really great way of doing shows. It, it allows you, I think, to explore. You know, explore a topic and go off on tangents, like you said, and come back mm-hmm. to where you want to be at. I mean, and maybe or maybe not even come back to that. I mean, it don't matter. <laughs> Uh, we're, yeah. we're exploring an idea here. You're, you're presenting ideas to me and we're having fun with it. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. think, I think that's what makes it a beautiful thing. And I, yeah, and you can't take yourself too seriously. We, Doug, we've always said that, like, take the work seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. Uh, you there know, you go. Have fun with it and enjoy yourself. Um, can't thank yeah. you enough, Heidi. 
man, I, I really yeah. can't thank you enough for it's been it's been a real long time. It's been a long time coming for us to sit and talk again. And um yeah. I'm blown away. Thank you. These ideas thank are, you. you know, it's not and it's just not the conversation itself, it's just it's it's these ideas that uh that you have presented. They're they're thought provoking. They make you think about oh. who you are, what what's happening around you. Um, you know, how can you grow and things like yeah. that. And I think that's that's the most important thing. I think that's the key to it. Um, not to be preachy, yeah. but I think that is the key to it. I think a lot of people, like we said, to me, the key to it is this distraction thing. You know, sure. people not with their eye, you know, not without the, without without a focus on things, mm-hmm. right? Uh, where they're just, you know, lost souls just kind of floating around trying to find a way. And sometimes they do find their way and sometimes they don't, right? Uh, and I think that's, you know, I, I think – all these ideas you presented were fascinating based on, you know, on that idea. That's what I'm, I'm walking away with that is knowing, cool. okay, got to keep my damn focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta, no. Got to keep it on there, you know. It's, it's cool. But no, uh, hi, uh, no. I'm, I'm thankful. Thank you so much for having me come on, you guys. Say hello to Doug and Amber for me. Yeah, you know, and, Am- uh, like, like I, yeah, Amber, um, she had to work tonight. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> shows you how professional we are here uh yeah she had she was uh she's at the office right now so she's uh was bummed about this said, well i'm like let's heidi and i go back a while i think we can hang yeah. you know i think her yeah. and i can 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 have a can have a nice good time so you know she 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 apologizes and yeah i'll definitely That's tell doug, i'll definitely tell doug you said hello too and i think yeah. that we as i said already we are due for uh we have to cross paths we have to force ourselves to cross paths uh on your, on your turf you know it'll okay, we'll do it on your turf good. you know and we'll definitely figure that out i think we should do that but no heidi thank you so much can't thank you thank enough. you it's, yeah, it's, this is a lot of fun thank you so much ghostly talk has resurrected it and it's a happy day <laughs> <laughs> ghostly talk <laughs> 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 <laughs>